I said I'm a bit of a scratch golfer myself. It got huge laughs. It didn't get any laughs. Scratch, <laughs> hit it, boys. It was Monday yesterday, and people are pissed at Zac Efron Heat Check. I love when we can combine uh, some of our hallmarks. Yes. Um, we. When were we wondering um, about Zac Efron be doing something stupid on social media? It was around it was uh, 4th of July, because yeah. holidays are where Zac Efron oh, that's likes right. to pull his shit. So... Surprise! A little belated, yeah, right. Well, he did it Fourth of July weekend because we had two Fourth of July weekends. Yeah, that's that's true. Because someone pre Fourth of July weekend and post Fourth of July weekend because Fourth of July was on a fucking Wednesday. Someone was the worst. Someone recently raised like, oh, there's two Fourth of July weekends this year, as if that fucking changes anything. Yeah. The weekend in the summer is like every, you, every weekend in the summer is a goddamn holiday, <laughs> right? Exactly. You treat it like a, this fucking magnificent thing, yeah. and then you post like the fucking boat pics and everything. Yeah. Um. I, a little side note: I've kind of taken a uh, not a step back, but maybe a step to the side, social media wise. Um. I've just become. Uh, I just need to not use that shit as much, and uh, now I'm trying to focus on if I do post anything on Instagram. Make it more of like a real slash unflattering photo. Okay. And I did that the other day. Uh, my Fourth of July picture was a uh, one of like my legs look my basically a picture of my thighs. It was like when Sarah Bareilles made her album cover her nose. Her nose. Yeah. yeah. What uh, a babe. So Zac Efron, little little belated, but he he did. He got there. He got there. He uh, posted a picture of himself in. Uh, he has dreadlocks now. Yes. Which. Are, I, I don't know. Are, are they are they real? Because we, I don't remember him having super long hair. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a drastic thing to be able to do. Right. I feel like I would have noticed. But he posted a picture of himself with dreadlocks, and the caption on Instagram is "just for fun" with the uh, rock and hand symbol. Yes, and the, uh, people the horns were fucking pissed, which very predictable. Yeah, I mean, you first of all, you he could have posted anything and people would be pissed and they would say that it's cultural appropriation and everything and this is so he got called out big time yeah. for cultural appropriation and this isn't about whether or not he was right or wrong to do that uh as always with the zach efron he checks it's just uh, about why did he do that yeah, seriously what like who is this guy's advisor yeah i he can't have one like, have you tried the dreads look yet <laughs> yeah do the dreads look uh, yeah. take, uh, same person who advises him on his movie roles apparently you because have no those history don't make of being sense. insensitive to black people just ooh, get it <laughs> exactly. out there oh man and it's like it's not even like a goofy picture it's a very serious picture of be like hey check out check out my dreadlocks i mean i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest now. he looks pretty good in that picture it's very difficult to tell like what's going on the, the dreadlocks look terrible to be honest well they're they are not yeah. um what's it called i haven't seen good dreadlocks in a few years yeah i haven't uh, seen the good ones in a while is what's what's adam deritz's deal what's his ethnicity uh, he's is he a, a white person? White man? Is he? Yeah. How come nobody gives him shit? Was he like the first? Was he early? Oh, I too mean, early? Like, dreadlocks were 
have been very commonly worn by but white people. Usually like hippie sort of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're usually very, very dirty. Right. Yeah. So, so they look actually, so I think the dreadlocks only look good if they're like mangy. Yeah. And I think, cause I, th I think you can't wash them. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, that's like a, that's a thing. So like they, they have to get mangy and it doesn't I, look there's good. There's always like urban legends about like species of bugs being found in dreadlocks and right. stuff. Like I never loved, uh, Adam Duritz's, um, dreadlocks because they they were almost like too clean you know like they it looks like he went for like touch-ups every single day yeah the, the, these efron the, the efron dreads <laughs> those ain't bad it looks like he dyed his hair sort of too it's a black and white picture you can't really see um like color and stuff but they're they're definitely lighter at points it looks like he got highlights and zach efron can't head. see color <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh he's man. thankful for all those followers uh. um so yeah, what an idiot! Uh, your your hair experiment is still going on. I Sans told you, it's a permanent thing. Appropriate. I, I don't think I'm ever going to uh, totally grasp a what your hair color is <laughs> and b what the how the sun in works. Uh, you spray it, you go mm -hmm. in the sun. Apparently, it's so. Somebody responded to me uh, after listening to last episode and said that it's heat activated, not sun activated. Hmm. So I can literally wear them in my house if my house is hot, which my house is a billion degrees. Yeah, because uh, I don't have AC, which so is a perfect miserable. world for you. You don't have to go outside. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you spray it in your hair. It's heat activated and it turns your hair blonde. When he told, when this person uh, told you that, did you respond? Nobody likes to know it all. <laughs> no, I didn't. I like to do that sometimes. If someone's helpful, be like, hmm, you, you you didn't need to take me all the way there. You could have just started me yeah, in the direction. Push me in the right direction. Hey, you got some heat on the Cape. You went to the Cape, which is not a uh, not a brunch no. uh, staple. Anti-Cape I am guy. strong anti-Cape. Well, you and I are both Maine guys. Yep. Yeah. Maine for sure. I uh, love Portland. Mm -hmm. Had to go to the Cape this Shouts weekend. Shouts to Gunkwit. Yep. Uh, mm. a gun mm. Dude, have you ever been to a Gunkwit? Yeah. It's do you know what steel? It's uh, it's very gay. It's like the gayest place yeah. in the world, very and I've gay. been going there my whole life, and I love it. Very gay. Uh, has some decent food places, yeah. but not a lot other than that. It's not. Uh, it's more uh, old. It's like yes, yeah. Old. It's like middle age to later. Which on. my vibe is like middle age. Yeah, gay. I get that, and I think that the the Cape, uh, a lot of the Cape deal is sort of that vibe too. Yeah, but the Cape is the Cape. The Cape just, The first thing about the Cape that sucks is getting to the Cape. Yes, that, oh, yeah, is, and, that is the worst and part it's about so the Cape. So not worth it. And I, no, yeah. whenever I'm stuck on that fucking bridge, I'm like, I know I'm just gonna fucking get there, <laughs> and I'm gonna arrive at something that's worse than where I started. Like my fucking apartment <laughs> by myself, staying in was so much better than getting to, to the fucking Cape. The Cape is just always fucking people sitting around and eating chips. Yeah, so that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what. And it then is. you go out but for ice cream. But yes, that is exactly what happens. Chips. You exactly feel like shit happened. having had so many chips. Literally did and like, that yesterday. What, really? Yes. <laughs> that is ate a shitload of chips and then went for ice cream. That is, and then drove home for two hours. <laughs> and you probably felt so bad. That is uh, every Cape experience I've ever had. So, so here is why this Cape experience did not suck as much as I thought it was going to suck. Uh, I did not go to the beach. Okay, I, I, I'm beached out. I went to Aruba. Yeah. I went to the beach before going to the Cape. To good I'm pretty sure that I'm done with the beach for the summer. Nice. Um, but so we went to uh, we went to the house in the Cape. It's an, it was an awesome house. 
Nice. And the best part about this Cape trip is that I didn't leave the fucking house. The only time I left the house was to go get ice cream yesterday before going home. Nice. I stayed in the house the entire time. The house had a fucking deck. Mm-hmm. I love a deck more than anything in the goddamn world. I can sit on a deck all day, uh, and I did for two straight days. Yep. Sat on a deck. Uh, it was a great backyard. Had like a lot of trees. It was enclosed. It was a very like serene, peaceful thing. Where I didn't feel like I was in the Cape. I could have been anywhere in the world. So uh, that was the best part about it. I read for like two days straight. Nice. And I finished a book for the first time since uh, probably about like 10 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, it was just like a very peaceful weekend. That... But I will say I could have done that anywhere. Yeah, it's, I could have I done that in Ogunquit, and it would have been great. It sounds like it, uh, the Cape brought nothing to the table other than the fact that this great house was in the Cape. It sounds like you can uh, take Pete out of the house, but you can't take the house out of Pete. Yes. So it sounds so like you brought everything to the Cape. That's actually that reminds me. Last summer I had probably my only good Cape experience as well, and it was essentially identical to that. It was like one of my friends who lives in Tennessee, uh, who I never see anymore, was on vacation in the Cape. They had, like, this awesome house on the water uh, for, like, a week. And she was like, yo, crash my family's vacation. And I, for some reason, did not feel weird doing that. And I went there, went to the beach for, like, a little bit, but it was mostly hanging out on this awesome deck, drinking whiskey, brought my guitar. It was, like, a lot of sing-along type of shit. That you could do anywhere that yeah. was not about the cape that was about the people and about the shit that fucking we did so, chips didn't take us anywhere so one of the good things about like a shitty place not a shitty place but like a an unexciting place like the cape or a gunquit mm-hmm. or any of those other like regional vacation spots you don't feel bad about not doing anything you don't feel bad about not leaving the house for a yeah. couple days because that those places are always going to fucking be there. Mm-hmm. And if you have a sick vacation house, you want to enjoy that rather than like, oh, I'm going to go to the fucking beach at the Cape. See, I can oh, I can go to the beach at the Cape anytime I fucking want to. It's right. two hours away. But they have the 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 Cape has a lot of uh, the what are they called uh, horse flies? Yeah, those things suck. Yep. You know what else the fucking Cape has? What sharks? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's oh, on top of all the shit that's bad, you can get eaten. Yeah. Uh, and like even Maine doesn't, I feel like Maine doesn't have sharks. Nah, Maine's, I don't think so. I don't like to think so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, overall, not the worst Cape experience because, uh, you know, I didn't want to kill myself all weekend, but, uh, it was one of the better Cape experiences. But again, I wouldn't chalk it up to like, it was the Cape's, the Cape's doing. On it was Sat- the house's doing. On Saturday, I had a, um, I had like a hangout in the house kind of experience. It was my sister's birthday, and everyone was uh, celebrating that in Maine. And then at night, I had my cousin's bachelor party. So it was like an action-packed day. Started off, went to spin class uh, at 8 a.m., which crazy. I don't know how I got up that early. I'm becoming All a morning of... person. What's that? I said I'm becoming a morning person. I'm becoming a uh, restless can't sleep at night, and then when I wake up in the morning, I'm um, just a disaster. This, I'm telling you, man, the summer seasonal depression is a fucking thing. That's a wild thing that you suffer from. Like, I, yeah. I'm the happiest that I'm uh, that I could ever be in the summer. Uh, I normally am. It started last summer. I don't know what it is. I just fucking sw- switch things up, and now usually in the fall through the winter, I have all this fucking momentum, and I feel great. 
And Even- summer, I'm like, I'm just kind of fucking. Summer, I do like a lot of sit in my apartment and drink beers by myself. I feel like you need a you need a switch up in your life. You need to get like a new. You need an apartment with a deck. That's what you need. I have a deck. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, you fucker! I wish I had a deck. It's like a bad deck, though. Yeah. You, there, like a, a bad deck. Nobody wants to spend time on a bad deck. That's Nobody depressing. feels good on a bad deck. Yeah. yeah. You need a you need, I need a great deck in my yeah. life. Um, but even today, we, when we went came went to record the podcast, we were like, oh, okay, let's let's record the podcast in the morning. Yeah. You text me at like eleven forty five, and you're like. Oh, I just woke up a minute ago. No, I didn't. I yeah, texted was, you at like it was ten like fifty nine. Yeah, it was. It was. There's like a, a forty five minute. I texted you before oh, yeah. eleven. Did you? Yes. I don't know. Okay. Well, eleven is not the morning. But also, I keep fucking. I have weird hours because some days I work in the morning, some yeah. days I work at night, and a lot of times, and this is me complaining. A lot of times, I'll work. Sounds like you complain at right? night. And then work in the morning the next day. So That's it's miserable. just like all my, my body doesn't know when it should be awake or uh, doing whatever. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So I went to spin class and I had a change of clothes ready to go to Maine. And then I was going to drive back. It was going to be a very busy hustling and bustling day. And I forgot fucking pants, which was the worst. So I went like to spin the house class. Or just <laughs> I went to spin class, showered after. Uh, started to get dressed, and then realizing I didn't, I forgot pants or shorts. Put back on my cycling shorts. Oh, that is which disgusting! Sucks. Like I've never had to do that before. Shower and then change into sweaty the sweatiest ass. thing yeah. you've ever worn in your life. And was, then I, it did was you even the get worst. those back on. It was. Yeah, that I is mean, disgusting. <laughs> my my thighs really stretch out all of uh, my bottoms. Yeah. So yeah, they they slide back on. <laughs> pretty easily so that was the fucking worst that kicked off a, a pretty busy day of hustling and bustling but um the best part of the day was at the bachelor party there was touch tunes in the mix Ooh. and it was a lot of people who were older than me so they didn't totally know about touch tunes and so you got to command the machine and i blew their minds and i did it with just the most um challenged selections Anyone could ever play. Uh, I started off. Dreams? I started off with Uma Thurman by Fall Out Boy. Oh my you know that god! Song? Yeah, the one that samples the monsters. Yeah. Then I played after that the actual monsters theme. Uh, then I played. I believe I can fly. Then I played smooth, and then I played all star, and that was pretty much my night. I got hit in the next morning with like the hey you spent three thousand like. That, that PayPal email, the yep. fateful PayPal yeah. email. Yeah, but yeah, it I was downloaded a, uh, Mint. What's that? The app on my phone oh, that th- tells that you a... about the like your spending and stuff. I don't want that. Yeah, but that's why like I needed to. Uh, I needed to. I should be better with my money at, yeah. at monitoring my money. So I downloaded that app. Uh, not loving it. It's telling me how many how many like pretty fees mean. and stuff I'm incruing. And yeah. uh we're actually getting hit with fees, uh late fees on our on our brunch card. Oh we did, yeah. I I but I paid it off like one second later. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But mint was was all up on that shit, letting nice. us know. Tell mint to fucking <laughs> fuck off. Relax. Slow your roll. Um I said the funniest thing I've ever said this weekend. What's that? A bunch of people were talking about golf. Yeah. And I said uh Hey, oh, nice sport. Where's the rest of it? I said, I'm a bit of a scratch golfer myself. It got huge laughs. 
It didn't get any laughs. <laughs> I thought it was so it fucking funny. So. It was like a one beer deep kind of comment where, like, I'm not feeling it, but my mind knows that I'm drinking. Like I'm, you're getting there. You're working. You're working your way towards. Like I'm almost nearly buzzed. I'm gonna start saying that all the time because I didn't. I I asked afterwards. What does that mean? I don't know what that means either. It means that you have no you, handicap. Yeah, it means that you're par or better. Well, which I don't like that because. Yeah, exactly. Fucking loser. <laughs> Just fucking eat turkey clubs and drink Bud Light limes like the rest of us. Part of, the best part of golf is like not knowing how you're going to golf that day. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to go golfing and be, and be like, oh, I bet I'm going to have a great round today. Yeah, like I want to go there with the the complete unknown that I could have a, a, a great, uh, well, not a great, a very average right, day. I was say, on the being course. surprised by having a not An average that bad. day. Yeah. yeah, like I don't want to go there expecting to play well because then if you don't play well, you're gonna you're gonna be fucking miserable for 18 holes. I always go to the golf course with the two options on the table. I can play okay. Mm-hmm. Or I can play fucking. I can play okay for a while yeah. and then be miserable. Uh, and and I like that. I think that's fine. It, it adds a little bit of uh, of excitement. You don't know what you're gonna get. And if you play shitty, then you just turn it into. Oh, I'm just gonna get fucking wasted. Yeah, but golfing it does make you feel like an athlete because it emphasizes uh, the need to have a short memory. Yeah. So yeah. that's the way I view it. Like if I am having a shitty hole, I'm like, all right, well this hole's this already fucking. Away. Yeah. Exactly. And past. just yeah, don't let it. Uh, don't let them pile up. Are but you then, uh, are you better or worse once you start drinking? Because I know some people say that they get better when they when they're when they got a few beers in them. I don't know. I, I I'm not that different a person when I'm yeah. inebriated versus when I'm not. Like I I've uh, I've often gotten like the wow, how drunk are you? Like when I'm not drinking. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like your personality gets drunk, but your body yeah. doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just just have a fucking personality one time for me, you fucking psychos. Um, here's a uh, concert going hypothetical. If you yes. could go to any concert, what would it be? If you could see one artist live right oh, now, fuck. what would it be? Man, uh, shit. I, I think, I think that if I if I had to do it, mm-hmm. the best concert that I've. It, that I've been to in like the past couple of years was that church show at the House of Blues. Okay, so like that is like that's a, a safe choice because I've been there and I had so much fucking fun. If I could just do that night over again, I think I would. All right, well you could, except here's the twist: you you get front row tickets, Fuck. front and center to churches show. Perfect. They do their full set, except in between every song. Lauren Mayberry sings the melody to the Office theme song kind of slowly in between every song. So they'll play 15 to 20 songs, but in between, Lauren Mayberry will go da 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 and then at the end of that song, Laura Mayberry goes da 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 da. da. So th- th- yeah. it's going to be kind of a long night. Yeah. Would you do it? Uh, yeah, I think so. One because I, I, I'm I'm glad with my choice now because anything Lauren Mayberry does is adorable. Yeah, that's true. Um, but don't be problematic. Do, what? No, remember if a, a guy. Oh yeah, when he said I love it, you, marry me, me yeah. and she was like, "Excuse me, like, yeah. oh. fuck you." <laughs> Meanest response to marry me anyone's ever. <laughs> 
Um, no, yeah, I think I would do it just because one, she, anything she does is adorable. Two, I kind of just want to see what that fucking experience would be like. Yeah, I asked uh, someone over the weekend, and I was like, "If you go to any concert, what would it be?" And they said Coldplay. And I was like, "Oh, well, they divorced they, they, that person." Yeah, that person got that person got uh, got a lot of booze. But I, I thought that with. Uh, I think that with uh, that with band like Coldplay or U2, it's more interesting because I feel like the Coldplay slash U2 crowd would sing Maybe. along to it like it's a fucking soccer game, and they'd get more and more into it. Yeah, which is why I wouldn't want to go to that because then I'd be like, oh, fucking Fuck U2 all you fans. Yeah, yeah. I've, I saw U2 once, and man, I gotta tell you. One of those bands that I just don't fucking get. Yeah, I don't need that shit anymore. Like, I I never really. Did. I mean, I I like a lot of their older stuff, like everybody else does. It's good, but, but it just gets fucking tired, and and I just don't understand why everybody like comes their dick off over you too. Yeah, like they they're fucking weird. Bono, they they do a lot of great things for great cause and everything, but why does the drummer sit like that? <laughs> why is why does the drummer? Why sit? does he like? unbelievably tight like uh, posture. posture yeah uh and why does bono always act like he's being fucking sprayed with a hose you ever notice he always looks like he's yeah. like resisting something <laughs> that's being shot at him um that was so that's interesting you would do that yeah i would i'm down for it uh today's episode of brunch is brought to you by stamps.com a uh, new sponsor for us stamps.com stamp <laughs> uh these days you can practically get anything on demand like our podcast, for example. Get it where you can buy and get podcasts online. Uh, did you know that you can even get postage on demand? All you need is stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. Buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't have to deal with the post office being closed or anything like that. Uh, stamps.com. We'll even send you a digital scale. You can weigh your letter, letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. Just click, print, mail, and you're done. Uh, I actually signed up for Stamps.com once we, uh, once we got this sponsorship, and nice. it's actually kind of cool. You get, to avoid the, uh, you get to avoid going to the post office. You know how much I hate leaving the house uh, if I don't have to. So uh, Stamps.com, it's more than just stamps. You can do uh, packages, delivery, pa- printed labels, all that, merchandise. Uh, it's very, very easy. So if you want to sign up for Stamps.com, uh, you can get a four-week trial, which includes postage and a digital scale. That's uh, Brunch's special offer for you so go to stamps.com and before you do anything else click on the radio microphone at the top of the home page and type in brunch so look for that microphone at the top right of the uh, of the home page click it enter brunch that's stamps.com promo code brunch four-week trial and a digital scale go do it stamps.com um the world needs a hero and it got one this week, when we found out about the horniest little kid in the world, oh my god, who went to a town hall meeting uh, demanding uh, happy endings be legal. <laughs> that is the that was the somebody posted that on Twitter and said this is a literal must watch video. And I'm usually always disappointed when anybody says right, that. Same, unbelievably cannot emphasize it enough. I was crying. Must by the watch end. video. I was honestly crying by the end. There are so many. Uh, should we drop in the audio? Yeah. So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let someone get naked and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed by a massage therapist. 
Hell, we let proctologists spend their day fingering men and sticking things up their anus. So if someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. Picture this, a big old sweaty fat guy would getting him off with your hand actually be that much worse than giving him a full body massage, getting up in there under the folds of fat, or being the proctologist sticking your finger up his ass. And that brings me to my last point. This is about a group of people imposing their morality on the rest of society. If a grown adult wants a a hand job, another grown adult, and another grown adult is willing to give one for money, then let them. That's both freedom and capitalism, and that's the foundation of our country. If you have a problem with a genital massage, then don't get one, and allow other consenting adults to do what they want. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. Mimi! There are so many things to take away from that video. Uh, most notably, like he he really was fearless in his uh in his pursuit of wanting hand jobs at masseuse parlors and like he he threw in a lot of of great verbiage including yeah. uh yank a guy's crank which is the yes. funniest part of that and he delivered it with with such uh such confidence and then he gets to other points and he's like he he says like the word ass yeah. and he really hesitates he's like, he's like uh ass it's like, dude, you just yeah. literally were talking about yanking a guy's crank. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like back in the day when they used to censor, uh, like, the word ass, but they would not censor other way more explicit stuff oh, just I'm, because those words weren't as bad. Yeah, I, yeah I'm always, uh, I'm always uh, fascinated by what the radio chooses to censor. Yeah. When you listen to songs. It's, it's when, there's, when there's lyrics that are very clearly like explicitly sexual yeah but like you can't say the word gun you can't say gun on the radio which well, is fucking crazy too close by next which is the most graphic song ever i don't think had one word censored because they never said fuck or shit or ass but they painted the most elaborate picture of a guy dancing on a girl with a boner and they're like yeah that's cool <laughs> just don't hey just don't say good ass. for me <laughs> don't don't say ass guys um yeah, I, do you know anybody that's ever gotten a happy ending at a massa- massage parlor? Uh, yes, because I've met a lot of professional athletes before. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know, probably. Yeah, I feel like there's there's probably uh, I probably know somebody. Oh, I, d- I think I definitely no. Know like somebody. I I know that I do. I feel like everybody probably knows. Yeah, well, it's like saying like, do you know anyone who does drugs? Like as yeah. if it's like a damning but thing about think, you. I don't think like happy ending massages are as fucking popular as drugs are they drugs are really popular yeah speaking of popularity real quick uh fucking thoughts and prayers to uh plastic straws because those things are getting murdered these days i've never i've never seen uh a quicker death than plastic straws out of nowhere uh it's i started to see it last summer Really? But this summer it is like heavy The, the first the first thing that i ever saw about plastic straws being problematic was I think it was Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady. But that one... was a few weeks ago, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, this, I will say like this past few weeks has been the like the the most into a cause it's I've ever seen. Everybody, which is wild because 
especially in the past year, there have been a lot more worthy causes. It's great though. Like, f- yeah, fuck the plastic straws. We'll use I'll use paper ones instead. But it is crazy that everyone's like, yo, seriously, plastic straws. I just think it's wild that that in my twenty six years of life, there. I'd never heard anybody complain about plastic straws being problematic. And then over the past couple of weeks, people were like, fuck plastic <laughs> straws. And I'm like, Jesus. And now everybody's like, okay, fuck plastic straws. We'll get rid of them. They're going to be gone. They're going to be obsolete by like 2020. Uh, do you think that pe- that places will be using uh, paper straws or just... I don't like paper straws, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, they're worse than plastic yeah, straws. That's they, why people were they have like a very also. weird... Uh, texture yeah. to them. They feel uh, like wooden almost. Yeah, I feel like uh, a thing that's becoming popular is so- sort of like permanent personal straws. You oh, can the buy metal them. ones? Yeah, you can buy them and bring them with you. Gross. Yeah, it, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I feel like maybe at some point straws just become like obsolete, like the idea of straws. There's going to be like lids that are designed right, just to make- avoid... Because I saw like a, a prototype or something for like a McDo- uh, not McDonald's Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. They're gonna are they gonna eliminate eliminate them? Uh, Starbucks straws? is by twenty twenty. Okay, um, like I've seen lips on the top of um, like containers like this. Sort of like the like when you get an iced coffee, you get a straw, obviously. Yeah. But when you get a hot coffee, yeah, they have a, like, yeah. they have that like little lid thing. Yeah, they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna do that for for. Like the iced drinks, and which stuff stinks like that. though, because uh, a big reason that I get iced coffee a lot is because drinking it through a straw is better for your teeth. And yeah, I drink true. a lot of black coffee, so I don't want to have like yellow, disgusting teeth. Who could love me? So <laughs> who could love you? So anyway? when you drink it with a, if I drink it out of a fucking lid, it'll be no different, and yeah. then my teeth will be gross. I'm, I'm intrigued as, as to what's going to happen here, to be honest. Uh, I, can I spoil it for you? Yeah. Trump's going to get us all killed before any of it matters. Uh, I thought it was interesting, uh, speaking about uh, drinking vessels, mm-hmm. it's wild that we have not discussed the um, the aluminum bottle situation because Jim Murray, Jim Murray sent out a tweet yeah. uh, and ranked like the ways to drink a beer. And I, what was his ranking? It was like one draft yeah. uh, out of a pint. Two bottle, yeah. uh, three, three can. can, and then way down the list, uh, aluminum bottles. Oh, he also had a pitcher, dirty pitchers <laughs> from a strip club in there, which just to show never that something is worse that, that than, aluminum bottle. Yeah. Even bad things are better than aluminum bottles. Yeah, which I agree with. Aluminum bottles, suck. they suck. Yeah, you know what? One of the worst things about aluminum bottles are, and I know his complaint about aluminum bottles, that they get uh, beer gets warm very right quickly. Away, yeah, but. Uh, holding in a, a freezing cold aluminum bottle sucks. I don't know if I I've never even held so one. So I I did one at a uh, I don't know if it was a Patriots game, but I think it was something at Gillette Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was not the winter, but it was it was chilly out. It was okay. brisk, so I didn't have gloves or anything on. Uh, holding those things in sort of cold weather, it's brutal. Oh. It sucks. Uh, and they do the beer tastes weird. I think yeah. it tastes tinny. Uh, and it's just like it's the only thing redeeming about that is that they're you can like reseal them. And there's yeah, like, but well, why the fuck would you want to reseal a beer? Yeah, the only thing I've done that with is uh, soda. Yeah, where and, I put and, the cap back on. You should drink it. You shouldn't even weeks. do that with soda. Yeah, well, you shouldn't do anything with soda. That's true. Soda's fucking bad for you, man. Yeah, but aluminum bottles are absolutely trash. It's the worst. Uh, also, the worst. 
won't you be or sorry to bother you is out everywhere but fucking here and people are talking about how great it is and I have no way of seeing it. There's no nothing at all. I saw you I saw you tweet that or something and and it, it really it's nothing. really not playing at all because it's there not. are small theaters around nope, here. Nope, Kendall's not playing it. Nobody. And it sucks because I love Lakeith Stanfield and everyone's talking about now how cool that movie is and I was on that movie since fucking day one and now I gotta wait until fucking 2041 to see that shit. It's playing at uh, the Boston Common. When? Uh, today. No, uh, no uh, Thursday. Oh, well uh, that's... It opens on Thursday there uh, and it has a couple showings. How did you see that so quickly? I just Googled, sorry to bother you. Sorry. Google, wild invention that tells you everything you need to know. Sorry to bother you. It's amazing how many like built-in features Google has now. Like you don't even have to leave the Google search page to find anything that you need. Yeah. Good job, Google. Uh, yeah. They're, so they're all right. That's not as big as a, a disaster as I thought. It's playing uh, in fucking Boston Common, Worcester, and Providence. Have you seen? Won't you be my neighbor? I have not. Have you? Are you interested in seeing it? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a theater-going experience for me. I think I'm going to see it, uh, but this has got a real, this has become the Nathan for You 2.0, where everybody sees the movie and they tweet, well, I cried about ten times during Won't You Be My, or, Won't you be my Neighbor, so we should go and uh, be toxically masculine really loudly the whole time i'm not crying no i'm not are you crying no like you're telling so like whenever there's a part where you cry be like get it together pete don't be a little bitch (laughs) and ruin everybody's time yeah all right just have a a man in there just screaming about like fighting his feelings being afraid to be an actual person we should bring a flashlight and uh and then search for people that are search for guys that are crying and then yell at them if they're crying and tell them to be a man yeah yeah just be like hey this uh speaking of of masculinity silence uh fragile masculinity there's a great fragile masculinity moment on Twitter this week. Yeah. Quote, uh, unquote, fragile masculinity. So a baseball player who uh, is short and makes fun of himself for being short whenever Love he does him, anything with uh, anybody remotely tall. He stands on a, a box of bubble gum. But that's a it's a common thing in sports media where if there's any sort of uh, size imbalance, like a lot of times reporters will stand on those when they're talking to taller athletes. Dale Arnold But what he does box. is he stands on it and has them shoot it wide. Yeah. So you can see, yeah. like, look how short this he's, guy is. Yeah, he's standing on, he stands on, like, a bubblegum uh, bucket. Right. So there's, like, he, he puts pictures out all the time of him and either his teammates or reporters or whatever. So he was doing it with the reporter and... Uh, someone tweeted a picture. Someone took his tweet of him joking about it and uh, took the picture and tweeted, Siri, show me fragile masculinity, which is funny. Like that, that, That's a funny-ass tweet, assuming that the person who sent it is like in on the joke. Was in on the joke, yeah. But then it got like 100,000 retweets. And so I think that's what happened. I think that it was it was sent as a joke, yeah. I hope, uh, and then sort of like... Uh, I don't want to say feminist Twitter because like feminism gets a bad name, but like, no. what do you mean? No, I'm saying I wouldn't say that's feminists who are doing that. I would say that there'd be uh, virtue signals. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, and like, and 
SJWs. Yeah. Uh, got a hold of it, and they were like, oh, disgusting, disgusting, and 100,000 retweets later, oh, disgusting. Yeah. And it just, like, became a... Th- you can't... It makes me so fucking mad. Uh, but I did love his response. Yeah. His response was, no, my fragile masculinity has been exposed by a woman. Uh, in parentheses, I think she is, even though she looks like a cat in her picture. <laughs> uh, I'm so angry. Hashtag testosterone tweet. Yeah. So my the only issue I have with the whole thing is, uh, and you guys probably know this about me by now, I get really fucking mad when either side, especially the good guys, uh, retweet or spread something without looking into it first. Like, you you see something like that, and you can either be like, wow, what a dick this player is, which it's easy to think that, not, like, without context. Or you can Google, like, what is this, and then find it out, and you're like, oh, haha. Also, I think that... But that, everyone chooses to do... Because everyone on Twitter, like, like all they want to do is fucking show how fucking perfect they are and yeah. how they've never done anything wrong in their lives. Not to mention the fact that like, even if that wasn't a joke uh, and he was standing on that, that literally... That could have been like because of the production team just wanting them like at eye level mm-hmm. uh it could have been it could have been anything like yeah the the fact that that blew up as big as it did because of people basically virtue signaling yeah it's uh, oh, i hate twitter sometimes i really do yeah it's the worst i don't have it on my phone anymore mm-hmm. and um I said that at work the other day because someone was like, "Oh, did you see whatever?" And I was like, "Oh, I didn't. Re- I I don't really see Twitter that much during the weekend because I I only see Twitter when I have my laptop open. And if I'm running around, obviously I don't have my laptop with me. And uh, a lot of people I work with are like, "Oh, that's surprising that you wouldn't uh, like. It seems that like you love Twitter. And I think that anyone who uses Twitter a little bit." is seen as, like, Twitter-obsessed. Yeah. And, um, like, even, like, somebody else was, uh, they are like, oh, man, like, you should do, you should try to do some sort of, like, social media show or something like that. And I was like, why would I want to do that? And they are like, I don't know. Like, you like Twitter and all that shit. And I was like, no, I fucking hate Twitter. <laughs> you just know how to have a personality on Twitter and it comes off as loving Twitter. I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, like, my Twitter personality is pretty close to my real personality. Right. And that's not often the case. Like, cause my, my Twitter personality is loud and, <laughs> and like miserable. <laughs> and I think that most people's Twitter personalities are like, Ooh, I'm quirky and I'm funny yeah. and all that shit. And then in real life, they're whatever they are. Yep. So yeah, I don't know. Twitter uh, kind of stinks. <laughs> uh, there is a, a story this week. That came out about a uh, a Celtics fan <laughs> who died and had his wake, and at his wake he was propped up playing NBA 2K in a Kyrie Irving jersey with an unopened bag of Doritos next to him and a uh, uh, soda. Yeah, uh, and it was beer. Barks root yeah. beer, which is the worst. <laughs> as if being dead weren't bad enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a uh, a guy in a Kyrie Irving jersey playing uh, NBA 2K. Uh, and gaming, and uh, rest in peace to Tony X. Do you know, yeah. <laughs> Do you know that after that, they have to, like, either break all of his bones? Oh, yeah, because yeah, you get, like, a, what is it Rigamortis? called? Rigamortis? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, that. that's not natural to have so, somebody like that. Right, so his body is, like, stuck like that. They either got to bury him in, like, a 
a room tomb, a room coffin, or cremate him, or I don't know. And he's he's in like a computer chair, so it's not yeah. even like a it's not even like a recliner or anything. Yeah. It just looks really awkward. Yeah, well, but, it's because he's dead. Yeah, that's probably a good reason why uh, this. This story like really made me feel uncomfortable. I almost wrote about it yesterday yeah. for CBS, and like it is, it is funny. Like it's objectively uh, funny to see a, a dead person propped up playing in playing video games like that because it's so out of the ordinary. Yeah, that it's just it's wild. And he's wearing slides with uh, with Kyrie Irving socks. Yeah, so it's just like a very funny. No, like, image. he looked good. Like the, the, like he had a pretty good fit. Going. Yeah, and but like it's. It's an 18-year-old kid mm-hmm. who was shot to death. Ugh. So I was like, it is, it's such a weird situation to be in because it's, when you do something like that, you have to expect jokes being made. Yeah. And like, it is a funny, funny image, but it is still a kid who was shot to death. Well, I bet his family laughed about it and thought that it was, I bet that it like, like I bet that was, I bet that was a faces. fun wake. Yeah. Like, I bet that was like a, as fun as a wake can be. No, my. I think I've said this before. My wake's gonna rule. I want to do. Have you? Yeah, you've watched just like the Wire. Put, put, Remember yeah. when the cop died in the Wire? Yeah, an and, Irish uh, wake. Yeah, and they just yeah. like put him on the uh, on the pool table at the bar. Yeah, and they all had a fucking party. Yeah, I, that's what I want for my wake. Yeah, I just like you can do a normal wake with me, but I, I'm gonna make a playlist. Uh, <laughs> it'll be like my will. Just play this music at my wake. And just have it, you can have it as loud or as quiet as you want, but just there will be some good vibes, people will be socializing, get some drinks in there. Ooh, I just noticed that he has uh, an unopened bag of Doritos, mm-hmm. uh, Barks Beer, and Zebra Cakes. Zebra Ooh. Cakes are unbelievable. Ze- yeah, a lot of those things that you buy in like those long boxes that are yeah. $1 for 6,000 of them the best? are pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. the like the uh, the honey, bu- the sticky buns, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, the, what's the ones that are... Uh, They're like oatmeal pie things. Those are okay. What are the ones that are like the long tubes uh, uh, with the chocolate coating? Oh, uh, yan- are they called Yankee Doodles or something? No, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, fuck. Uh, Devil Dogs? No, no Devil no. Dogs are different, but those right. are also really good. So, uh, what are those called? They got a little swirl yeah, in them? Yeah, yeah. What, what are, are those, those called? Those are, I think those are the uh, those are like the best of, of those. Hostess chocolate things. Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls. Swiss rolls are fucking dope. Yeah. Nutty bars. Were you ever a Twinkies guy? No. Yeah, I don't think anybody actually ate Twinkies. Yeah, I mean, like, they're good and I've had them, but, like, they are uh, not. They can't compete with like Swiss rolls or anything like that. Even oatmeal cream pies, man. You know oatmeal what are good? Cream pies. Uh, ho hos. What are ho hos? I think they're they're very similar to Swiss rolls, but they're uh, crunchy. Hmm. Yeah. Let me look it up. Ho hos. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They look exactly the same. Oh wait, I think they, they are. are. They're just uh, hostess's version of Swiss rolls, and they have a problematic name because they're calling food thoughts. Hey Deej. Yeah. You know my uh you know my big time saving trick that I like to talk about on this podcast? Uh yes. What is it? It's wearing contacts. Uh it's simple contacts, actually. Ooh, simple. It's uh if you want to get your contact lens prescriptions renewed from your couch in under five minutes, use the awesome app called Simple Contacts. They let you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes through an online vision test. It's designed by doctors, and every test is reviewed by a doctor, so they're literally bringing the doctor's office to your home. Literally. Literally. There is literally. going to be a doctor's <laughs> yes. office at your home. 
other patients will take up shop in your home reading magazines. You get year-old magazines strewn about all over your house. And they will be coughing. And not that <laughs> they, you, you go to the doctor's, the eye doctor's office when you have a cough. But if you have a cough, it's not going to uh, encumber your plans to go to the eye doctor. This, uh, this home office isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye exam, uh, but you can't beat not the convenience. Yet. You can't beat the convenience of simple contacts when it comes to ordering your new lenses. It can be a pain in the ass to go and order contact lenses, but not with simple contacts. The prices are unbeatable. The vision test is only twenty bucks, and shipping is free. Best of all, best part of all of this is that our listeners get $30 off their first Simple Contacts order with the promo code BRUNCH. So try it for yourself. Save 30 bucks off, off your lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash brunch or entering the promo code BRUNCH at checkout. Again, simplecontacts.com slash brunch or enter promo code BRUNCH at checkout. Simple Contacts. It's simple. Big movie uh, week. Right? Is Skyscraper coming out this week? Skyscraper is coming out this week. Skyscraper, a.k.a. Finally. uh, Finally, my big, fat, one-legged diehard. So, okay, yeah. I can't decide what what we should call it. Uh, Everything has to start with my big, fat. Yes, okay. So, my big, fat, one-legged... I thought you tweeted something... Leaping... You tweeted something this week. I like one-legged leap. No, it's, it's... I like you got to like, throw in well, diehard. Yeah, I like diehards involved. And you got to so. throw in one legged because it's yeah. the only thing that makes it different from diehard. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen diehard. You know, people are pumped about uh, the fact that that he has one leg. Like that is supposed to be. That's like a big victory like an, for like an empowering uh, thing. yeah for like uh, for disabled people that the yeah. hero of the movie and like the rock, even like the rock, the, this huge hulking person can have one leg and be like a hero. Nice. Which I think is 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 pretty cool. That's I wish awesome. that it was. A little bit different from the premise of Die Hard. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, I also saw somebody uh, this week posted a uh, a graphic that had like uh, the screenshot of him jumping off the crane, which is the most ridiculous. Oh, is image. this like the science behind the leap? Yeah, I've it's seen like, before, is yeah. there any way that he could make this jump? And it's absolutely no chance. Well, it's like if he was running like 140 miles <laughs> yeah. an hour or something like that. Uh, so. I love everything about this movie already. Yeah, because it is a complete ripoff of Die Hard, except mm-hmm. for minus one leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the trailer shows one of the most ridiculous scenes in movie history of yeah. him jumping off that crane. Uh, the Rock stars in it, and the Rock is. I still love the idea of The Rock never making a goddamn good movie in the past like five to ten years. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Baywatch. Every movie that he makes is mediocre yeah, at best. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, and I, I sort of don't want that to change. I want yeah. The Rock to be the guy who somehow just continues to co-spot, like just based off of uh, charisma yeah. and just being well liked by pretty much everybody. Yeah, who continues to coast by not making a goddamn good movie and still getting eight roles a year. Well, I'll tell you this: this is already. Um, I'm going to do the uh, the Baywatch thing with this. I'm just going to say that I love it no matter what. But I am thoroughly, thoroughly excited for this movie. I am too. And and it, it's I Die wasn't Hard at first. minus one leg plus one heart. <laughs> uh, I wasn't that excited at first because of all the reasons that I said. And basically, I was like, this is going to be a very average, very sort of uh, over the top, cringe worthy rock movie. Mm-hmm. But. 
once you get around to embracing that fact, and I guess the credit to Skyscraper for having a uh, promotional campaign that's lasted about 18 months. Yeah. Uh, I've eventually come around on it. Now I'm embracing it. Now I'm very excited to see where this movie goes. Speaking of movies, uh, great appearance from Jeff Lowe on this past episode. Great guy. Yeah, love um, He got me on kind of a Blumhouse kick because the amount of money that they've made for spending $1 on movies is wild to me. And you know what? Like, wasn't that profitable relative to other um, Blumhouse movies? What? Whiplash. Really? Whiplash, well, like, cost $3 million, made $49 million. That's a catastrophe for Blumhouse. For Blumhouse, yeah, but like I, obviously it's that's usually a, like twenty thousand dollars made four hundred million. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just like surprised that that movie even was Blumhouse. Blumhouse has a real sort of identity crisis going on. It's a, yeah, but everything but like, works right. Like when it does have an identity crisis, it it goes well for them. Truth or Dare made a shitload of money. That movie was so bad. Did you ever watch that? No, I never saw it. It was oh my god, it was so bad. I, I would imagine that it was awful. Uh, it was like slightly better than the Bye Bye Man. But oh god! Uh, but like it's not, it's not a surprise that 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 did well. Like it's a it's a good concept. Yeah, uh, it's an intriguing concept, and I feel like we should expect more of those yeah. sort of types, like childhood game sort of fucking mm-hmm. popular things. So Blumhouse has got it figured out, man. Yeah. So I watched. Um, I looked up like Blumhouse movies I should watch. And one of them was The Gift, and it starred Jason Bateman. And I was like, and it was on Netflix, so I was like, all right, I'll jump right in. Uh, I didn't know till after. You've seen it before. Yep. And it's Jason Bateman, Joel Edgerton, and. Uh, Who's a woman in that movie? I forget, but she's lovely. She's uh, that. Uh, I think she's British, IRL. But she's gorgeous. And um, it's about this guy. Who's and it's it said like you should know as little as possible going in because the twist will. So that's why I watched it because everybody was talking about the twist. The twist, and uh, I guess you can just stop listening because we're probably toward the end of this episode anyway. If you want to see it, but uh, here come the spoilers. Oh, Re- Rebecca Hall. Uh, she's from the town. Oh yeah, that's who she yeah, is. She's yeah, she's the woman from the town. Yeah. So um, it's about this couple that moves back to where this guy is from, and a kid he went to high school with shows up, and he keeps visiting them. Keeps he won't really leave him alone, and he always stops by the house when Jason Bateman's at work. And Jason Bateman eventually grows uncomfortable with it, and is like, you know, what, well, we he's always it. bringing gifts. Yeah, like he's he's uh, he he's brings... overly nice. Yeah. He, it's it's a it's a definite situation where you would feel weird. Yes, because he, anytime somebody is that nice, uh, they're for me. I'm a I'm a I'm a cynical person. I'm a yeah. I'm a skeptic, skeptical. Yeah. Skeptical. Uh, like I'm like, what's their motive? Why yeah. are they being so? What's nice? your angle? Yeah. So uh, this guy played by Joel Egerton, who wrote the movie, directed it, and uh, was very creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. You did like did a great job. Um, he's always coming by, and eventually Jason Bateman's like. Yo, we gotta tell this guy to leave us alone. Yeah. He's something. Something's wrong with this guy. And uh, the twist is that Jason Bateman's an asshole. It's just like Jason Bateman ruined this guy's life. He ruins everybody's life. He's this really bad guy, and this guy is just kind of trying to get him back. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a little deeper than that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like it, it, it becomes pretty easy to see about halfway through the movie where it's like. Maybe Jason Bateman is kind of the dick here. Right. And 
But you never necessarily think that, like, because they're rich and they're doing very well. And he kind of, like, I wouldn't love Jason Bateman's character even when he's not yet revealed. Right, like, sort of some of the interactions that he has with his wife. Yeah. It's like, oh. Kind of a kind of an asshole, you're, right? You're, uh, you're you're you're. He thinks that he owns everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, Jason Bateman fits that role pretty well. I, I don't know. know what it Jason is. Jason about... Bateman does play a good like this guy's an asshole. Yeah, and and it's weird because I like Jason Bateman a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he like in Arrested Development, he plays like the straight man. He plays uh, a guy with good intentions very well. But you know what the best part of that is? What he if you. Were, that's all relative to his family. There are a lot of moments in Arrested Development where he'll do something where you're like, "Oh yeah, he's a fucking idiot. he like he's a monster too. Like he's uh, if if you if you're far enough to where Anne is in the picture, you know Anne, no George Michael's girlfriend, no he's fucking awful to really? her. Yeah, it's but it's like it's just a little reminder that like. All these people are idiots. All these people are out of touch. But so is he. Yeah. Uh, you don't watch Ozark, do you? No. Is that the one that... Uh... It's a Netflix show um, with that he stars in. Oh, oh, that's the... Is is that with... What's her face? Uh, my queen? Who's your queen? You have so many queens. The fucking babe of all babes. Uh, what's her name? She's always afraid that uh, they're getting in trouble. Oh no, uh Linda Cardellini? Yeah. No, that's um that's Bloodline. Oh, right, right, right. So no. I, I haven't seen Ozark. I have seen the uh Pablo Laura Escobar one. Laura Linney is uh Jason Bateman's wife in Ozark though. Who's that? Laura Linney? Yeah. Uh she is the she's in like everything. Um but she's the woman from uh Love Actually who has sex with Aladdin. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice lady. Yeah. She uh she's a really good actress. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jason but Bateman. Though, he's kind of a dick in Ozark too. Really, a little bit. Yeah, he pl- yeah he plays. I feel the- like he always has like a tinge of a dickhead. Yeah, because he. I mean, he's the straight man and horrible bosses. But actually, I guess you can excuse that because the stakes are fucking high. Yeah, like his friends are about to and they're get idiots him sent away for life. Uh, even in, I mean, the uh, the uh, interview. The, the the secret tapes. Oh well, no, that, that was well. That was like the the least surprising twist in the world that Jason Bateman is an asshole. Yeah, well, really. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I I take him uh, like at face value with his characters. Can I tell you this about Jason Bateman? Go for it. That guy smokes a million cigarettes. Really? I guarantee you that guy smokes cigarettes. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Who do we have that conversation with uh, about? Like, where I bet this person smokes cigarettes. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, you know what? It might have been. It might have been Britt McHenry. Oh yeah, it was. You're like, and Britt I said McHenry that. Yeah. smokes cigarettes. Yeah. So I was like, Brit- yeah, she Britt does. McHenry smells like she smokes a pack a day. Yeah. Oh man, and she now dates like a white supremacist tennis player. Does she? Not. A, he's not a white supremacist, but like he's a he's an alt right tennis player or a very right tennis player. All right, so that's today's episode. Don't smoke, kids.
Yeah. Staircase. Yeah.